listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Every morning that I walk through the White House gates, I thank God for the privilege of doing the job that I do and for the trust and faith that my listeners put in me to ask for and bring home the truth. Every day I try to remember that to the best of my knowledge of my family's history, I am only five generations removed from the last known member of my family to be enslaved, Joseph Dollar Brown, who was sold on the auction block in North Carolina. And I carry that knowledge with me because I owe it to him to cover the presidency the best way I know how, no matter how much pushback I get. April D. Ryan. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tales podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. She out here invoking the ancestors on them. Come on. Uh, you listening to the Blackout Tales, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Just search for them. Leave us five-star reviews, and we'll read them on the air as long as they're nice. We didn't get any this week, okay? Not a single solitary one? Not a single solitary one on any platform. Not a one. I even checked spoiled reviews so i mean um, nobody could put five on it this week nobody, nobody could put five on it uh i think it's a sign we need to take some time off and i'm okay i'm listening to the universe thank you um <laughs> so yeah but we uh we didn't get any this week but you can leave voicemails we did get one of those 704-557-0186 make sure two minutes or less you will get cut off you can also do stuff like vote in our polls you can um go to the website theblackouttips.com you can email us theblackouttips at gmail.com we got all that stuff coming up and i guess most importantly though uh people did still feel inspired to give us money yay i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day new day and new money hey uh let's talk about this money um bambi dr bambi hooked us up thank you recurring donation jason f thank you so much aisha y we appreciate you uh kevin w thank you kevin donna n thank you donna our girl falcons diva hooked us up pamela a b appreciate you harold w thank you so much followed by Derek w no relation but thank you as well mm-hmm. felicity f thank you so much cavis d appreciate you b coleman i appreciate you as well b coleman um zachary n uh yo I, I did the uh living corporate podcast i was a guest on there with him thank you baby noel w thank you noel grace n appreciate you linwood c thank you linwood lawrence c no relation and a brand new recurring donator lawrence c go to the new members class we appreciate you keep it all appreciate you keep it cedric w thank you so much malanike i preston f and then we got a one-time donation we came with a message from patrice m who says hey rod and karen i almost forgot my annual ties and offering thank you both so much for consistently stellar podcasting that centers black folks you both are and have been an invaluable source of levity and light in the darkness self-love and hugs therapy especially for my intj uh spare me the small business talk ass self lol health healthy anger release etc anyway keep up the good work take care of yourselves and each other take time when you need it hell even if you don't need it saying this as as if uh our from need if you need our permission uh xoxo outstanding wc from bkps pump the pumpkin spice wings photo was a step too far I almost stopped listening 
well you know what uh fruit bears uh from my pumpkin spice love so uh you guys may not understand my methods to my madness or my well, love for the spice a lot of people have stepped in and have embraced it someone said i was on the front page of reddit uh <laughs> when i took that picture i'm like your pumpkin spice they said they, the picture where i said uh with this pumpkin spice so good make you call the police on yourself <laughs> somebody somebody uh somebody said that was on reddit so. <laughs> all right guys you made it when you're on reddit <laughs> yeah all right thank you so much for all the donations whatever you're in right now smile for me smile. can you just smile for me <laughs> and the people said oh, oh, oh you know so much better when you oh, oh. all right all right um so like i said we didn't get any five-star reviews mm, i'm disappointed yeah yeah you know that's cool um linkedin did before i get into all the feedback linkedin did a little profile type thing they interviewed me um uh for their hustle um like weekly newsletter called the hustle and of course you know anytime i now when i was asked to, to do this my first thing was uh you sure you don't want to just interview me and my wife and he was like nah it's like you know this whole thing that we're doing and uh it's it's uh about being a waiter and then how your journey to becoming a podcast i said well my wife is was a waitress and she became a podcaster too and she's my co-host and he was like well i guess for now we just do you and i said that's fine you know i just wanted to ask i always do um before i do one of these interviews or whatever um and so we did the interview and at the end i also <laughs> we when we ended it, i was like and you know if you want to uh have my wife on you know you look for a black woman to be on um you know she can she's available too you just email me back and we'll figure it out and he said all right i'll do that man you know but we'll see anyway i wanted to just put that out there before because i normally you know try to get us both on if we're gonna get interviewed by a feature you know um but you know how it is you being the black man and all right <laughs> everybody right. reaches out to you and acting like i don't exist well also i think people look at my twitter followers and think i have a bigger reach like like or something. I, and that's the thing like i completely understand stand yeah. that you're actually more visible than me so i like i said i understand why they reach out to you first yeah um at any rate um so it's called from waiter to full-time podcaster i'll put the link in the show notes but it's just an interview man it was pretty cool you know um and uh you know it it was just kind of the same thing and i I appreciate everybody stopping and leaving comments we didn't even ask people to but i've been seeing people already leaving comments on these and um and and as always it's really more important to to them than us like i don't think we necessarily get a lot of listeners from stuff like this i hope we do mm-hmm. but i don't necessarily think we do but i think when we are like when publications cover us when our fans go out yeah, and like it and share it. it and read it and leave comments and stuff it lets them know that covering outlets like ours there it, it matters and there's some, something to it because a lot of these um people are starved for content and interaction and the things that like we you guys see it all the time on the headlines on these articles they have to put and 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 all the like weird shit that they do like where where it's like we just need some clicks 
uh people are starved for these clicks they're starved for these so it's cool to have a positive interaction he didn't spin the article some type of weird way right and to see our fans go in there and be like yo thank you for for covering this so if, if you got time leave him a comment i'll put the link in the show notes i'll put it in the chat right now if you guys want to save it for later but i'll put the i'll put it in the uh show notes and um you guys can check it out yourself because i thought it was pretty cool thank you the only thing i hope people talk about congratulations um i hope everybody put five on it five star reviews come on yeah yeah we would like five star reviews i i, I don't know i wasn't that uh, i like i saw we didn't get any this week and i was like all right that's cool but yeah i, I mean obviously we want those Mm-mm. i'm never cool with that Mm-mm. karen's never cool with that okay y'all are pissing karen off all right it, it's too many of y'all we know based off the numbers everybody that downloads ain't left no five and it's absolutely positive that's the thing it's a free five ain't like we asked for a real five we asked for a free five yeah that, that, yeah I, I can't argue with that uh but thank you joseph uh my lord who uh who wrote this right up um for us mm-hmm. thank you very 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 much so with no five and, oh, oh, oh. before we go on okay i will say about the five star reviews i embrace shaming i will shame every five i don't care how i get my five star reviews by hook crook or shaming <laughs> i like my five star reviews so if i'm shaming you right now and you know you've been listening for years or even if you just start listening and we we see the tweets you talking about we the shit and yeah we we family and uh-huh yeah have you left five and you know that um and you know it works because when you shame people we do get more five-star reviews mm. so for all the shaming doesn't work people i somebody lying shaming shaming <laughs> works for me in them five stars so and then once you get your five stars you know what you can do you can judge everybody else that's one thing about when you leave your five stars we allow you to turn at other people and judge them you could be like you left yours we need a i left five stars uh sticker come on yes like i voted i just voted yeah, yeah we need to put, i pay my ties put that on a t-shirt mm-hmm. i pay my i pay my five star review ties somebody designed that t-shirt and, and we'll figure out how mm-hmm. to, we'll get you paid i wear the hell out of it <laughs> all right 1780 on the website the blackout to 1780 finding your people was our feedback episode we had one comment uh rod and karen this is from julius nice meeting you guys in person we met him in uh irvine mm-hmm. you see irvine the next time you come out to cali i owe you both a sushi outing thank you all for your hard work thanks julius thank you baby he was a cool dude it was nice meeting him uh I, everybody out there so many just sweethearts everybody was so dope mm-hmm. um so it was it was dope to get to meet people in all the way out there in california i know it it, it it was in in uh an experience and uh my heart goes out to people out there that's fighting them fires yeah and is actually losing homes and houses and shit off of them fires that that shit ain't no joke i think nine people lost their lives and then when we were riding out there uh one of the uber drivers was pointing to where the fires are at and how long they burn and saying like he was he had to give somebody a drive a ride from the airport to like somewhere a couple hours away and some parts of the highway they just say keep moving because like shit was burning right next to the highway like he like it's it's wild man like um and yeah i don't know what you do because they have a drought and um that there's no water coming you know so you just gotta hope it doesn't burn your shit down and i think nine people died already so um do you like sushi yet sushi yes no i haven't tried it yet uh ct says well first of all 72 percent say yes which is dope 17 percent do not like sushi 
and 10 percent haven't tried it yet i will only say this for your 10 percent if you haven't tried it yet don't try gas station grocery store sushi yeah, you know what? i tried amazed. it I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm amazed how and I've seen some people say this. I'm amazed how many people do not know you don't eat that shit. A lot of people be like, well, that's all I knew sushi was, so they would eat it. And people be like, well, you know you need to actually go to a restaurant. They was like, that's all I knew. So, you know, it's just people's lack of understanding and knowledge of what's appropriate sushi and what's not. Yeah, I tried it, and um, uh, that was my first experience with sushi was some, like, grocery store sushi. And I was like, oh, okay, so it's not good and i don't know what people are talking about the shit is trash and then i tried it in the actual restaurant and i was like oh okay this is what it's so supposed- just in case you some of the no's have only tried like gas station and grocery store sushi or uh those who haven't tried it try try it at a restaurant you know maybe go to a restaurant and ask them a couple questions before ordering like i know it's intimidating but you know it, it's it, you might find a new love i know i did yeah, and uh, um, not not to get deep into sushi talk, but uh, there, there's some basic things um, when it comes to uh, sushi because everybody, when you say sushi, everybody panics and think raw fish, and everybody goes, ah, I never eat that shit. But it's sushi comes in more forms than just fucking raw fish. You can get sushi as vegetables. You can get chicken. You can actually tell them to cook your fish. Like, it's variations of ways to eat sushi, and I think everybody just – thinks of raw fish and they panic and they be like i will never eat that shit yeah there's descriptions on the menu and um you know i think what's helpful is i believe the basic type of rolls are like sashimi which is just like fish it's like a piece of fish and a lot of times people take it and dip it in like soy sauce and just eat it raw right mm-hmm. that's sashimi, sashimi um then there's a maki roll makimono which is uh the rolls where you see the more traditional style where it's like a roll that has maybe seaweed or rice paper or something on the yeah, outside soy paper soy paper and then they have rice inside of it and then inside of that rice they have like different ingredients it could be avocado it could be uh, fish it could be yeah it could be a lot of stuff but that's your traditional maki roll um and then there's nigiri and nigiri is the rolls where they take uh it's almost like a small condensed like rice uh like bite of rice and then they lay different things on top of it then they lay like the sashimi the raw, the raw fish on top of that and that's good as well but i think if you're kind of scared maybe go with the maki first and then work your way around to other things i'm not a big sashimi fan um but i know some people that are so just try different things you know at, at any rate yeah and oh. Oh, i'm sorry and a lot of it has to do with taste and texture and all that type of stuff and i will tell you if you're not used to it don't go out i remember when was it a few years ago i had went out to uh, a sushi place with some of my co-workers they had never had sushi before so i was ordering the shit that i normally order and they was like we want what you want i was like have you ate sushi before do you know anything about sushi they said no so i basically was like hey you know these are the rolls most people do like the classic philly rolls like the really really simple rolls and they were i was like i'm telling you right now you're going to be wasting your money if you're because it's a texture thing too and so if you're not used to the texture and stuff like that i know it's a turn off for a lot of people so it's one of those things but i realize sushi once you start eating the more you eat the more you'll be willing to try different things um and like i said for some people it's just not that thing completely i uh, completely understand that but you know uh for some reason sushi is called considered a quote-unquote adventurous food for most americans because it's kind of outside of it and what's um what's even funnier to me and i i kind of think it's a cultural thing 
because i remember we went to this one uh sushi place and they were small white children and they was down in rows and everything and like it like it was second nature and i was like you know what well, i don't even know that that's cultural i just think um i mean it's about experience and what you're exposed to correct those kids have just been exposed to that before i, I you know um when it's something is strange to you a lot of times people freeze up and don't eat you know because it's strange to you but you know if you're i think if a black kid is exposed to sushi early or whatever like they wouldn't be as afraid sometimes you meet like whole ass adults that are still on some like i only eat this this and this yeah, you know? dog, chicken and fish which yeah i got family members like that i was like y'all that's yeah. fine but i can't eat that the rest of my yeah. life yeah and there's nothing wrong with that that's mm-hmm. that's their preference but you know i think um sushi's just you know i think it's more mainstream than it used to be so hopefully Correct. that's going away less and more like hopefully that's less and less of a thing that people are like a scared of scared of it but uh yeah i, I just think it's it's all about exposure because once i got exposed to it, i was like oh no i, I fucking love this, this and you know exposure is different like because i thought this before once i realized the steak don't taste like rubber you know once i realized the eggs came up other than a scramble or over hard or hard boiled like my world changed so yeah a lot of it's about exposures like once i became an adult and because i've always been adventurous with food i understand that's not everybody's thing but once i understood that i'm more apt to try just about anything but i know a lot of people don't like that ct says i've been eating sushi for a few years now but i think i'm still an amateur in the sushi game i don't like avocado so i get it without any without avocado whenever possible i still mainly only eat cooked sushi so raw fish is my it's not my go-to fish eggs don't bother me but there's a limit yeah sometimes they have yeah i mean that's why i try different roles because sometimes you will find something where it's like uh damn it's a lot of fucking fish eggs on this and i don't really like too many of them and also the other thing i learned over time was like oh you can ask them to substitute things so you can be like Mm -hmm. i don't want avocado but can you put asparagus in there and sometimes they'll do stuff like that um and lots of soy sauce and spicy mayo are enjoyed so what do i end up eating anything with shrimp or crab and sometimes salmon every now and then i'll get a urge to jump out the box and try some raw sushi and oftentimes they are delicious yeah i still prefer to cook stuff thank you for the random question brooklyn shube says i love sushi and sashimi and so do my kids which makes them a little bougie lol fuck capri suns and goldfish <laughs> <laughs> uh but nah i feel y'all that's cool like to hear people branching out mm-hmm. 17 18 was you're either with me or against me when we talked about voting mm-hmm. and uh the historical context of people voting and we talked about our trip to irvine california so for anybody that says people have whole last podcast shaming people about voting they must not be talking about us because we talked about our trip to uc irvine so which is so much fun uh <laughs> uh uh but yeah it was um i got a lot of feedback on this man i was actually happy to get so much feedback because it was one of those things where i've seen people trying to take comments out of context and to try to shame black people that want other black people to vote as if somehow we're we're bad people or we think black people control the entire fucking race and anyone that's ever listened to this podcast knows that we never done that i've never blamed not one single election on black people for any result ever in my life and i never will um i still recognize white people are responsible for electing trump um yes i just think apathy within blackness is not something we can necessarily afford and it's not smart and if, as long as i can have a platform to advocate against that type of apathy 
leading that i feel does lead to us having more and more um problems um i will always speak out against it you know and that's not you know two things can be true at the same time that you know i'm not ashamed of my ancestors uh suffering and dying uh for our right to vote i'm inspired by it and i just want people to know they have that choice they don't have to be ashamed and it's important to relay that you know because i think context is key here and you got people trying to purposely take folks like oprah out of context and hide their apathy behind voter suppression and shit nobody's mad at people whose votes are being suppressed nope. nobody nobody's mad at people who can't afford voter ids none of us nobody i ever heard one person shame somebody who did not have the option to vote or the money to vote or the means to vote i haven't heard not one person ever ever and so you see people take these people out of context on purpose to be like so you got voter suppression and you worried about black people voting and that's not what people said maybe if people weren't so loudly apathetic they wouldn't get the response they're getting but they're trying to they're basically saying i will watch the world burn fuck everybody else and then you get mad that somebody says well that's stupid kanye right all right let's read these comments see what people had to say uh Forrest says man thank you for speaking on that oprah and black voting stuff one of the aspects of these super wokeness that i've seen um is i'm trying to find a delicate way to say this a lot of it to me has to do with the specificity specificity of black americanness culturally there's a shared black experience with our african and caribbean brothers and sisters but for us that our generation is deep here especially if we're from the south the history with sacrifices made for voting ain't remotely distant yeah mm-hmm. yeah dog like i <laughs> the, the the hear like people's like almost mock the fact that someone would think that black sacrifice that only happened 50 60 years ago to say that to mock someone as if you bringing that up is irrelevant what kind of black person are you like do you come for this or do you not you know what i mean like are you just visiting like where what kind of person thinks that's ridiculous to bring up like isn't like i don't know man it i didn't feel i listened to Oprah's comments we played them on the show she wasn't scolding anyone Mm-mm. she wasn't yelling at anyone she didn't say in shame on you she didn't say that she was trying to inspire people it's it's really fucked up how people feel the need to grandstand by taking someone out of context and every time i see it i'm gonna always point it out because it's unhelpful and it also makes them look like fucking charlatans you're like oh what so what are you you need more black suffering so you can monetize it you know are white people not getting enough messages to go vote Uh, is that the problem is no one talking to them you know i don't understand is every message where when you're a black celebrity is every message you're supposed to say supposed to be like let me go talk to white people i'm trying to understand you know because people have asked nicely people have said inspirational shit people have not brought up slavery not brought up jim crow not brought up segregation not brought up people killing us at the polls people have done that black people have done that but sometimes once you get to the edge it's like some people need to hear another type of message and i don't think anything's wrong with that if you didn't respond to the other 90 percent of shit then maybe this will get you that's the fucking point that's why they pay people that's why people volunteer and that's why you ask a celebrity to come out and advocate for your shit that's kind of the deal um 
you guys are only like two to three years older than me so i know that you guys are probably like me in the people in that people of the civil rights movement who fought and were beaten in some cases died for our right our act our actual ass aunts and uncles come on come on i got family members that i remember as a child that were slaves like when i was a child went down to the country because my a lot of my family is like in the country i'm talking about like nigga i'm talking about like when the sun go down the moon is the only fucking light type country bullshit where you fuck around and be in some cornfields and you'd be like oh my gosh i'm gonna die out here if, if you don't know where the fuck you going type of place and so when I, I remember this when i was a child um one of my uncles he's been dead and gone but i remember they were celebrating like his 105th 106th birthday then when i was a child and they was talking about how he was a slave and born of a midwife and his brothers and sisters and family members were down there and they talked about that yeah it's funny because like i said they don't mind this is why i know it's full of shit because they don't mind using trauma to do other shit like they they basically go is you're using black trauma when you bring these things up it's like well it's relevant and i don't like i don't know what made you think you're gonna live this life in america where every day is traumatic if you're black i don't know where you thought you were gonna live this life that that trauma would never be fucking relevant like what are you talking about like it doesn't make any sense they they're upset with bernie for not understanding how traumatic racism is but at the same time if he were to say something about it they'd be like he's invoking our trauma i don't understand these people like you like what do you want from people like to because because if you're if the, if the solution is we're gonna wait on white people to wake up from racism yes. and fix it themselves because they're the ones who got us in this then i got another you got another thing coming buddy it ain't never changing never you know so so it's not so at some point we have to say fuck them we can only talk to the people that are either on our side or the people that will be voting in their own interest and there's some gamesmanship here that gets ignored they go why are we talking to black people like this because black people are only people that have people killed to get the right to vote so there is no other group we can talk to about this we are talking to ourselves when we talk about this trauma and shit it's from a shared communal experience right it's so we can't do the why don't we talk to white people like this because none of the they were killing people at the polls and we go shame on you for doing that but the people that the people that feel that shame for people their ancestors doing that are already going to vote with us right the people that feel that shame for the people that that see those same events and don't feel shame they're never coming around they're never coming around so when someone says uh that they are pro-black and that they are pro the people but they won't vote you may be able to convince that person to stop being apathetic by pushing them you may that's the fucking point and for people to act like they don't understand that context is sad like it's real manipulative and it should tell everybody a lot about those type of folks and remember when they out here advocating their other causes like when they're okay with using quote-unquote trauma to inspire the rest of black people because they don't mind like i saw the same people saying don't shame black voters uh in the same week talking about black people supported the obamas too much and we should be ashamed of that what about drone strikes michelle obama was making fat people feel bad she wanted people to kids to eat healthy and put healthy food in schools and it's like so wait when is it okay to shame so i guess black people that support obama's now we should be ashamed oh man if only we hadn't voted man that would have been better fuck out of my face man 
um anyway uh maybe a grandparent at the most distance and in my case these folks are still alive sending me prayer chain letters on facebook on a weekly basis <laughs> so when someone tries to say it's a shame tactic to talk about the sacrifice that was made for us to be able to participate in the franchise it's personal in a way that is just not for black folks whose families haven't been here for generations you're talking about all the other folks i grew up around and when i have seen black americans who are generations deep have an issue with oprah's message it's been because they built their entire identity and business model off of selling some form of snowflake blackness i mean get your money but i just wish niggas wouldn't act so brand new about all this when so damn much is on the line come on that's that's the motherfucking truth right there mm-hmm. like it's funny you can pimp out <laughs> you can pimp out our trauma for money but but literally when it's something like hey man maybe we should go vote this shit is kind of serious it's nothing like it just bothers me that people are in a time in a day and age when voter suppression is the voting rights act has been stripped of its power Mm -hmm. voting voter suppression is in full force now i mean these politicians desantis kemp they're not playing Mm -mm. and this is just the 28 2018 election and all they did was set the groundwork for move for the 2020 the shit is going to get worse y'all 20 like in my state i'm so fucking offended that people would think it's not important to advocate for every single person who can vote to go out and vote and vote democrat if you have a belief in not our side of these issues right if you believe in this progressive shit i don't understand why you're in a you're in a state we're we we're we're a laughing stock for the transgender bathroom shit come on nah we're a laughing stock like the 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 nba pulled out their all-star game the ncaa pulled out their tournament where do you think these fucking things get decided you care so much but if you just go vote you're just like everyone else and so that you you can't play superiority games you can't pretend to be above black people when you do this shit and that bothers people like one of the things that it's a nuanced point of view but one of the things that i like to convey here on our show is that as people feel and try to heap like exceptional praise upon us i really don't like accepting it and a lot of times people are like people think i'm being humble or fake or whatever i'm but it's the truth i don't like accepting exceptional praise because we're not exceptional in that we are liberal black people down in the south who are niggas and cuss and have jobs and do all the normal shit that niggas do and yet somehow people still find what we do to be entertaining and special which is fine i'm not saying we're not talented but we're not so fucking different you know i don't like this shit where black people do stuff like grandstand on the obamas so they can look better than other black folks that's whack to me you know oh y'all love barack and michelle but when they was drone striking i'm like really what do you think black people went and voted and said i'm actually voting for drone strikes that's the real reason that's that is is you gonna admonish us like that are you gonna pretend that that's what we are when i talk about the apathetic black voter who was vocal like that it's a very small percentage of people Mm -hmm. but it is a dumb mentality and it's dumb in the way that white people who said it's either burning your bus they were dumb and if and if you had this and if you have the same um if you have the same words and you feel that those things are both stupid then i think you have to speak out against them kanye west and his i'm not voting and black people should be free thinkers and not vote democrat and just not vote at all if if even and no one should tell make us feel bad about it you you are kanye west now 
so for all your rolling your eyes i don't want to hear about kanye west he's a coon nigga you have the same impact as him you just not as famous you have the same impact so yeah i'm not gonna feel bad about this shit we built this platform we're gonna use it the way that we feel fit and i don't think that what we're saying is destructive or discouraging at all i find what we're saying to be about conveying conviction and determination because the only thing that's going to make a nigga stand in line for four hours for Stacey Abrams when the when the polls are trying to close and they've hidden 700 voter machines is conviction and whether your conviction comes through uh feeling that that connection to to like this is a sacrifice my people made and I want to make sure that I utilize my vote and my voice in this system if that's if that's where you find it then that's good if you find it because john legend sang a song cool if you find it because common came out and walked down the street and knocked on doors that's cool as well stacy abrams has needed every motherfucking vote oprah advocated for common advocated for john legend advocated for and every other motherfucker that came down there and told people to get off their ass and go vote and i'm sorry that hurt everybody's feelings but your feelings are not more important than the way everybody feels every day waking up in this country and we have an opportunity to take a chance to fight back i don't understand why this would be so bad i see a lot of these motherfuckers have stopped marching and stopped being in the streets you know like and you know why because jeff sessions is telling the police no more consent decrees and i we gonna whoop your ass you come out here donald trump is saying hey hey bang bang him on the head a little bit when you throw him in a police car like i get this environment is now more dangerous than it was just a few years ago so your tactics has to change so so how do we get back to a place where you have advocates in office you have people that are willing to open up the white house to listen to your ideas we don't have that anymore you know and you ain't got no guns and you ain't about to kill nobody and you ain't about to take over nothing and you ain't got no fucking tanks and they got some shit that'll blow out your back from where they stay at so i don't know who what the magical revolutionary bullet that's gonna come down and fix everything is gonna be but i think i i don't see how anything about voting will stop that from happening too so if you really just gonna get in these streets and burn whatever down that's cool too nobody's stopping you but could you make a stop by the voting booth on your way to burn everything down that's all you can do both you can burn shit down and vote yeah and the people that vote they can do more you know i've seen people try to belittle what we do now to to nothing which is fine because they were the ones who told us there was something in the first place i was tempted to just <laughs> whoo a pettier person boy a pettier person would have went and found all the audio and emails and voicemail the comments and been like i could have put a fucking book out with just the words of like okay so now we ain't shit but you said this but i didn't do that because at the end of the time at the end of the day the people that matter don't mind and the people that mind don't matter come on rockstar says right you are right we all need to vote i normally don't vote during the midterms but this year was different i truly felt change would come in texas uh this year so i made sure my wife and i were at the polls bright and early before work so that there wouldn't be any issues trying to vote in the evening before they close if you don't like the choices given vote for the interest of your family and friends like rod mentioned yes yeah, see that's another thing that doesn't make sense you got all these people saying hey listen as, as activists as 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 leaders what i want is the people of privilege to be able to support the people that don't have the privilege right they say that all the time right 
like we this is why we need to help our trans brothers and sisters this is why we need to help um uh uh people who are undocumented uh immigrants this is how we need to help um uh uh lgbtq people this is why we need to help black women this is why we we need to be a voice for people that don't have a voice we need to elevate the voices of those who do who who have not been listened to we need to take direct actions that then affect those people and help out the things that they want well i didn't vote for me this time you know but even as a black person i was not up there at the ballot feeling like these are the issues specifically for me i don't have to worry about voter id i have my license i've never i'll have the ten dollars to get a new one i have the time to go down and buy that's not even a problem but i'm voting because somebody's working two jobs at mcdonald's and wendy's and they don't have the fucking time or the money to take off of work to go out and stand in line and vote come on and i'm voting because there's people that are trans and the id doesn't match up and the next time we have voter id laws they're gonna say i'm not allowing you to vote because your your driver's license doesn't match up with your the way you present right now you know i'm voting for people that are scared because they're undocumented and they don't want to go into you know like you don't want to go go vote because something might happen to you or maybe you are maybe you are documented maybe you legally had a right to vote but you're just fucking scared because in texas they're sending the goddamn uh homeland security in with armed weapons to do uh to just stand in front of the fucking polls you know like it's not just us you know it's not just me and for people that claim to believe that i'm so disappointed that they would try to act like well now it's it's different okay now it's more about me and i'll never never (laughs) let myself be compromised blah 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 and you're like you're kicking your own people in the face with this bullshit is it that fucking simple i understand social media has made us such individuals and all of us want to be the smartest kid in the class but sometimes the group is right you know and this this is a thing that seems to only happen with liberal ideas and progressive causes this does not happen republicans don't give a fuck there's republicans that only care about tax cuts that will make sure that women don't get access to abortions and health care they don't care about those women they just want their fucking tax cut you know meanwhile when it comes to progressive ideas if someone agrees with someone on nine out of ten things they go i don't agree with you on ten out of ten things so fuck you and fuck everything you stand for and that's not realistic and it's not healthy and it's actually defeatist some people just don't want to win because they don't want to be responsible for being in charge you know that's really what it boils down to and liberal people are very much like that it's why people let down obama in 2010 and 2012 and 2014 and local races they would go yeah i mean i like that black guy obama but i'm definitely not gonna vote in anything local i'm gonna still let those republicans run things and you know keep them in check and we this is the country we got from that you know one of the most respectable quote-unquote black men you could not black but quote-unquote unrespectable Mm -hmm. one of the most respectable black men in america from white standards right harvard educated half black um no scandals and no affairs um well spoken uh you know just uh, uh, an unshakable belief in the potential for white people to be redeemed that like could not have gotten the job without that 
um no other nigga really even has that mentality that i don't like no that other I can nigga think of. could actually get to office it's just yeah only goes. only he could get he's a jackie robinson of politics like that like yeah if that would have been if michelle would have ran she wouldn't have won because everybody would said come on we know you don't think these white people you know come on we know you know these white people ain't shit barack's the only dude that could look you in the eye and make you feel like well maybe these white people are some maybe they got some hope i don't know you got to have that love in order to be black and have that office right but the point being this is a reaction to him correct like not no offense to barack but not like some nigga like not like (laughs) like they think they sullied the office with this dangerous radical black man and we as black people are all well, like he the safest nigga that that's possible what are you talking about right we're like we as black people are like that's literally like not he we look at him and go uh you sure you don't want to say something a little more militant than that uh brothers you're just gonna leave it at mm-hmm. okay and he believes that and that's the right. thing a lot of people don't know he believes the things that he I'm, says yeah i do i do i don't think he's faking i think he does but my point anyway all that to say this is a reaction to him so you know that that the 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 fight in these white people that voted for him is low Mm because they because they were like he didn't get health care right away well i quit i tried it i gave you guys a black president what more do you want from me and so we people have admonished these folks people have admonished white women with that 53 percent thing they are not coming around Mm mm-hmm you know the hispanic community those who are white presenting they're never coming around Mm-mm. so now what do we have we have to motivate the people that we do have to stay involved right and so we got people that are like yay let's go vote it's fun and then we have to have some people that were like hey hey a lot of people sacrificed for us to have this moment where we could vote in a way that nobody else has like like with the suffragette movement there wasn't as many bodies on the ground as what we have gone through as black people there weren't you know when you're talking about white people voting i mean when haven't white men had the right to vote people keep going why don't nobody they're letting white men off the hook no we're saying white men are irredeemable do you agree or disagree come on because i i mean i don't have any indication to make me believe that the republican white male power structure is going to stop because they they finally got shamed if they if they would support trump they have no shame and so we have to stop waiting for that people still keep thinking they can shame trump it's not coming you can't shame someone who has no shame right and then the other the last thing i will say is this is before i continue reading this but i i i do take exception with the word shame being used here i do because from what i've seen i haven't seen anyone say you should be ashamed or shameful or i haven't seen any of that you know i think people conflate shame with black suffering if you and that has something to do with your mentality and your makeup you know someone tried to say well why you're just optimistic because um you uh you're married yeah you have a podcast it's successful and i said nigga i have been reading books about this shit since i was a motherfucking kid what are you talking about what are you talking about this isn't some shit that i just uh you know i just came up with this lately uh i'm not ashamed no more because i got money and shit like as if i'm rich or some shit i don't know who's pocket watching me like that but need to chill um 
nah i was when we were sleeping on a fucking mattress that had no bed frame nigga just me and you i was still reading about my fucking history (laughs) come on and i wasn't ashamed of it me and karen since the inception of this show have had discussions where i've been like look you should not be ashamed to read or hear about slavery and i understand it makes people feel bad but but for me it's freeing it has always made me feel like i wasn't crazy when i learned about our history because i feel things and i know y'all do too man you feel it when you walk to a polling place and you see these fucking white people standing outside with their signs and shit and you like why the fuck do they not want me to vote so bad for all of us when we go up there and ask for our name and you had that little part of your like you get that little fight or flight moment of like if these motherfuckers say i can't vote i'm about to throw a motherfucking fit in here and, and the difference is white people don't get that you know what that's the I, okay i thought i was the only one i'm every time i give my name i because what i do y'all every year i re-register me and Roderick. every year i fill out another fucking form and have them send it to my house every year because i want to be sure i'm on the goddamn roll just in case you purge me put my ass back on there just in case you move my polling place and i'm not aware what a fucking move to no i want a new car every fucking year even though i we have not moved in a while and i still walk up in there like if this bitch tell me my name ain't on roll or this bitch tell me my address ain't right we gonna have problem up in here and to see motherfuckers that claim to be pro-black proudly advocate not voting and saying any of us who urge our others brothers and sisters to vote are the real anti-black ones and the real coons get from around me straight up because i don't want to be interact with you at all because that is so fucking fucked up that is so um purposely misconstruing what people are saying and i and i I, and i feel anger at the fact that people would do that and then turn around and be like but nah i'm on your side no the fuck you ain't because ain't nobody yelling at people that can't vote we're not no one is no one is saying that everyone is basically saying look man if don't just sit on your couch today like if you can help and it takes a few minutes just go do it man that's it you know we and and low-key the biggest thing uh in this that i'm realizing is that a lot of black people's idea of of equal treatment is basically the treatment of white folks so what they say is no one is encouraging white people to vote by telling them that they need to be better or do better or to be motivated by the sacrifices of the past and blah 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 and i do understand there's nuance to that like i think the people that say you need to be better and that stuff i do think those people are literally shaming folks and um and 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 i haven't heard someone make that message in a long time but this thing where like oprah says black people hey hey hey, we got ancestors to die for us to vote let's go vote and you go shame no that's not the same to me no one called you a crackhead or or this isn't bill cosby's uh pound cake speech right this isn't that it's just someone saying hey as a black woman a older black woman i feel i feel inspired by my ancestors sacrifice to go vote and you turn it into you shamed me it's disgusting what people are doing but what a lot of people think is treatment of white voters is the way that people should be treated as voters you compare you know white privilege and white people are fucked up 
and yet that's what you want for yourself you want to be talked to in a way that makes it like i don't know uh a polite uh discussion of should i vote or should i not and you know what whatever you decide is fine with me buddy it's cool it's like those white dudes that took that picture after they voted and one had like a ted cruz shirt on and the other had a beto shirt on and said at the end of the day isn't it good that we can let politics we can have different politics but still stay friends and you know what i fucking said no i fucking can't because my politics are on my fucking skin dog like ain't no amount of hugs and shit that's gonna get us through this and that's the privilege of whiteness and it's why the fuck we don't talk to each other like we're white because we ain't nigga that's why because 90 percent of us know that we're gonna go and vote democrat and so when you see another black person you're looking at a 90 percent chance of them coming and supporting the things that you believe in if you are a person who votes and believes in liberal democratic agendas that's why they talk to us like that's why we talk to each other like this that's why so like i said it's the mental gymnastics to try to divorce this shit from context has really been infuriating you know and thank god so many people hit us up and hit me up specifically to be like hey i feel you and i'm tired of people not being able to say it because a lot of times this woke shit man like they intimidate and bully people into saying the shit that is absolutely not fruitful and just as fucked up as the extremes of the other side but you can't say anything because you're gonna get ousted or deal with the social media pushback or people gonna demagogue you and take you out of context but the thing is i'm 40 now and i don't give a fuck i really don't care you know like if this is if this is the price of being living in a fucking truth in the real world and not caring if 27 people like my status then that's what the fuck i gotta do i really don't give a fuck anymore like you're not gonna trick me into being against my own self-interest because you're gonna be sub facebooking and tweeting me about this shit so <laughs> too bad you know build a better platform and, and you go spread your message of apathy and uh and we'll see where that gets us to fuck out of my face um anyway back to this uh this uh rock star um comment um at least go at least go and vote just to make the honkies uncomfortable that's your that's your exercising your right listen oh man this is gonna be a long episode because i'm i'm on one hey niggas was trying to get people to go see black panther for the culture mm-hmm. more people put more effort into black panther and into a wrinkle in time like it was certain movies that came up that everybody was How like everybody f- got to go see now you organizing events around that but mad at the fact that oprah was want people to go vote boy if you don't sit down somewhere are you serious like that's real cute that is real fucking cute like i guess we should have called it wakanda to vote and everybody could have put motherfucking face paint on and went down there and voted and then it would have been okay like fuck out of here man god people are so fucking weird all right oh but before we move on i did have one hiccup one time we're talking about the polls i did uh-huh. have one hiccup one time and i had to get the little old lady straight she was a white old lady and i told her my name and i, and I specifically told her my address and uh because we always early vote so she looked in the book she was flipping through the little book and she had nurse look at me and say freedom drive i looked at her, i said bitch i did not say freedom drive <laughs> and she was like oh my bad i thought no 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 
i did not just because i'm black don't mean i live on freedom drive and there's nothing wrong with living there on freedom drive road please don't get me wrong but that's not what the fuck i said bitch yeah and, and then the other part of this too is um when we see how close these these elections are we bet we hoping stacy abrams gets a runoff we're hoping andrew gillum gets a recount do you understand how the fact that you would tell somebody it's okay for them to think their vote doesn't matter you disgust me you disgust me to tell some other black person your vote doesn't count anyway stay home you fucking disgust me to use your platform all this shit for that that's your big idea is to do nothing in the face of this in 2018 that's your big idea and i'm tripping everybody else is tripping being like yo this seems kind of fucked up we should probably all go vote and now we're literally down to fucking a hundred a thousand we we're talking maybe you could have influenced someone and maybe god i hope not but maybe you did maybe you influenced somebody enough to go it doesn't matter anyway fuck it that's crazy to me that's crazy that you would be okay with that and like i said we're talking about a very small percentage of people every day we get on here and talk about how fucked up these white folks is and how fucked up these fucking bernie bros and these liberal white folks and all this shit we talk about that every goddamn day but it can't be no exceptions made there is no you get a pass shit because you're black too so hey you know what in your case you don't have to care yes the fuck you do nigga all of us should care you too crazy man i don't anyway like i said i hope this i hope us talking like this has made those motherfuckers stop listening stop supporting stop hitting us on twitter i really do hope they all start thinking twice about talking to us because i really don't want that energy around me Mm-mm. and the the uh and i think the thing is because somebody was like freedom drive i was like yeah because it's a lot of black people to live over there which is fine yeah he could have said imagine she said mlk that, 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 just, like, just put mlk boulevard in your mind and that's basically what the equivalent of charlotte of them being like oh okay so you off freedom drives like yeah, right and, and it made me mad because i'm like bitch if you fuck this up and it don't count my vote because right. you put in the wrong shit and right. they be like well it don't match i was i would choke you now i bought my black ass up here my vote is not goddamn suppressed you gonna goddamn count it today anyway at the very least go and vote just to make the honkies feel uncomfortable that's your exercise you're right i had the grimaces and dirty looks for breakfast they were scrumptious Mm-hmm. i loved it there's nothing better than walking past republican pollsters being black nothing better you they be stopping the white folks have you thought about uh johnson jones for this and they see me coming they're like nope i'm glad you enjoyed your time in my home state i wish i could have attended the uc irvine event but i live in texas now fuck the oc though they have pockets of races there it sounds like the mall you went to was south coast plaza as you mentioned it's a very expensive mall it's essentially the beverly center of the oc i wanted to tell you guys to try a burger place and seafood joint the oc area but i figured you had a plethora of people offering up food ideas we did i would have advised you to go to slater's 50 50 they offer burgers that are 50 percent bacon 50 percent ground beef Ooh. the seafood place was hot and juicy a crawfish or the boeing crab uh they both sell seafood boils with the seafood board in several different flavors i don't play with food choices and i don't i and i wouldn't have steered you wrong yeah well we'll see maybe another time yep. i think everybody actually you know what i'm lying i'm gonna go to den typhoon if i go back out there 
and then everything else is still second place i think everybody gave you the business about the tacos because chronic tacos are started by wee man from the jackass series i'm not sure if he still has an owner's interest in the business anymore you probably have people saying why not go 40 minutes south to san diego fuck san diego by the way did you know that the name san diego means a whale's vagina or (laughs) yeah that's from uh anchorman or north to la for some tacos or even better some people probably said the tacos aren't authentic unless they're from a cart on the side of the road in mexico yeah um yeah the thing is no one brought up that chronic tacos was owned by wee man from jackass so no they just gave me a hard time because people are dicks on social media about food that's it uh there are some places that serve carne asada fries it's like chili cheese fries uh but with carne asada avocado pico de gallo sour cream and instead of chili yeah i've had those before in charlotte uh it's funny i can't i I knew i was gonna do this i came back home to charlotte and i went to uh uh like a little like an authentic taco spot that uh i knew people would not be able to question the tacos called um taco navarro navarro um and i and i had those and took a picture of them everybody was like now those are authentic tacos i was like i know i'll just be fucking with y'all oh i, I love that place yeah every everybody speak spanish around us like yeah. yeah karen loves it but she orders a burger and fries but y'all don't be up in her mentions <laughs> i did order burger fries them, them burgers are fucking delicious a burger and fries y'all at the authentic mexican taco place and not one why person, is it on the menu not one person said i say that again you disgust me as a white latinx you are uncle tom and you better not kiss my ass i order what i want there are some places that serve several car uh serve car inside. oh i said diary uh the bay got some good places uh, as well but la and san diego where it's at for tacos lastly you mentioned the mexican soda that comes in the glass they're called jario what haritos Har- okay haritos they used to cost 25 cents but further each you go the more expensive they become due to proximity of distribution those sodas are on point and they use real sugar as opposed to high fructose corn syrup next time you want to troll folks eat a deconstructed taco and watch everybody lose their minds keep up the great work rod and karen your work is much appreciated thank you mm-hmm. yeah i i'm the reason why you have places that don't specialize in fish to have fish on the menu for for the one random person like me <laughs> uh our dog bacon rice in rod why are you like this oh i missed all of the taco gate but i'm not <laughs> missed the taco gate. but i'm back now back strolling through twitter nanigans to find out i'm trying to get my work done and i have been i have to keep uh stopping to explain why i'm loud, out loud howling <laughs> i missed the southern arizona tacos tacos in the pacific northwest are trash i took tacos for granted i'm so glad you got the full taco experience which involves 100 million ways to have tacos <laughs> <laughs> i have been on a taco binge lately uh thank you for spreading your truth as always love you both bacon thank you bacon thank you uh bamil says hello my thick lip voting ass oh i'm sorry my thick lip voting ass negroes your sermon on voting and oprah shaming people quote in quotes uh to vote resonated with me first of all full disclosure i am not american and outside of a couple years during grad school in boston 10 years ago i don't live in the states believe it or not american elections have consequences for me and people like me too i live in canada so trump's bullshit policies have a direct effect on our lives mm-hmm. like imagine the mm-hmm. all these activists that talk about being globalists and internationalists that tell you not to vote or be okay with not voting as if it doesn't fucking matter what policies get enacted internationally by this dick 
like come on it just that, that that and that shit matters and also people in canada they watch us y'all they watch us and you have people they're not even from america but they got them trump hats and shit people go what the fuck hey you not even from america what because it's fucking racism and racism crossed the border over to canada too now don't think slaves didn't cross there and they had to deal with the same racism that they have here canada have fucked up history with slaves too they've done indigenous people wrong too just because they north of us does not mean they didn't have the same problems that we have here in america yeah but i mean my point isn't because they like have their own country and shit and right. they have a prime minister and they you know they deal with their like it's not like our country would um make it so that like canada is no longer racist if we had a different president or whatever i'm saying stuff like trade war Mm -hmm. um you know um the the impact of and influence of of how we deal with certain regions and shit that is him import exports yeah that like that's him and people like they instru- they instructed their ambassadors to stop advocating for women's rights. You know, it was American ambassadorship that has somehow been the only thing to stop certain uh, regimes in Africa from killing all the gay people in their country. Because if it wasn't for America saying, well, we will cut off aid if you do that, they would just be like, mm, we're going to just kill all these gay people like it's crazy i don't know i don't know how these people can be so woke all the fucking time and then go but with this thing with this thing i'm not gonna i'm gonna leave this bullet in my chamber it just makes no sense i'm from jamaica his foreign policy or lack of foreign policy has a direct effect for instance if you are lgbtq person of color in kingston jamaica and the u.s embassy is lit up with the rainbow colors for pride month it has a profound effect on your mental health because of the day-to-day homophobia that you have to hide your true self from that small gesture can tell you that there's hope out there that doesn't happen anymore if you are a woman in a repressive country that receives american aid money if the administration is actively pursuing women's rights they can softly nudge a repressive government to change with respect to stability in the world that that dumb motherfucker killed the deal that obama struck with iran which which regime is going to negotiate with uh america to kill its rogue nuclear program in good faith if they know the next guy might just kill it then threaten them with war your elections even midterms have far-reaching effects outside your borders the saudi government may not have killed that guy if they knew they would face real opposition from the u.s administration as i write this i see that the dems have taken over the house so hopefully that proves provide some limits to own your president so thank you on a separate but related note i have no patience for non-voters if your black ass votes did not count they would not try to suppress them in jamaica we act we achieved full universal adult suffrage in 1944 so until then all the decisions that affected jamaica were made in britain by white people who had nothing but contempt for the black majority as a matter of fact people were killed or made to rot in prison for agitating for the right to vote so a vote for black people in the diaspora is a hard-won right that is expensive if wasted when i got citizenship up here in canada i made sure i voted in the first election i could i pay those high-ass motherfucking taxes you be- you best believe that i will vote to have a say about how it's spent because the people that would prefer i don't live in their canada vote in every election come on and that's the thing people with hate and bigotry homophobia xenophobia in their hearts them niggas find a way to get their asses to the polls they don't care if they you gotta roll them up there with an oxygen tank 
they don't care if you gotta roll them in a wheelchair they gonna pull the motherfucking level yeah all that love win shit and motherfuckers talking about staying home like i guess they ain't not too inspired by the positive yeah for some of them they don't care if it's the last goddamn thing they do they will vote your they, they will vote against your i still interest. remember when i went to the poll and there was a fucking white woman in a, on a respirator and an oxygen tank and she just wanted to go vote for a republican one more time like that woman was on death's fucking door i could hear her wheezing and i thought what kind of hate inspires somebody like that right what kind of hate must you have in your heart you're old you're irredeemable and they will find you're gonna die you're gonna die hateful ass old bag and i'm sitting up here like i and there's people that want to sit this out but at least she cared enough to take her ass up there and you're not gonna tell me not to care especially when these especially when these motherfuckers will turn around after the elections and then be like black women did it again look at all of us voting 90 percent y'all we should like we want all the credit but none of the fucking blame okay i feel you i support black women voting too you then admonish black men and shame us for not keeping up our part every fucking time so so when does the shame kick in so after the election that's when we're gonna do the shaming well what about before because that's when i'm looking at other black men like Mm-mm, nope 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 not around me last saturday i was talking to a young black dude about voting because he was curious and he was like well this is what i believe i didn't go you should, your ancestors you should be ashamed and start shaking them i'm like well if these are your beliefs let's talk about some steps to how you can go vote and what it's like and and all this shit like let's like let's like i want you to be engaged i'm cool with that you know but the apathy is killing people it really is killing people and to see people that shame people every fucking day of their life pretend that this is the time when it's too far this is just a lie like i see through you (sighs) um anyway uh lastly as taco controversies go you were just playing if you really wanted to tempt the cancellation you would have taken a pick of something from taco bell and captioned it with finally an authentic taco emil i thought about it oh oh, that a real lost that fucking mind i thought about it but we didn't go to like one of the main taco chains that kept asking us i don't remember the name of it Mm, i don't know i don't remember jamil says this whole episode spoke to me i was listening to this episode while filling out my ballot and on the ballot in oregon this year was a measure to make racial profiling legal and a measure to basically ban abortion but you know guys it's okay if you feel bad then you're gonna complain when they start racially profiling you but hey it's okay if you just feel bad i mean hey don't just don't do anything it's nothing you can do it's just hey whatever i totally just ah what ah like what oh my god and then the thing is if the shit passes and you don't and especially when these like wait till wait till you see how you feel when the opportunity to vote passes you buy and you choose not to use it and you see the small margin that someone wins with that be small too there is nothing that makes you feel worse than just looking up and being like i should have just took my ass out there if a hundred people like me took their ass out there we we might have a different governor i took my ass to vote in 2016 and pat mccrory like trump won but we got pat mccrory out of office fuck that nigga right like and the and the activists that i respect they get out the vote man you think you think 
reverend barbara ain't never said hey man you it's imperative we vote for the sacrifice that were made brie newsom is saying it come on man like y'all better than them now fuck out of here um all right so yeah uh they also had um a measure to basically ban abortions you know we care about women but you know hey i'm just apathetic so even if you're in a state that is blue it's still important to vote because you never know what people trying to sneak by in these midterm elections just when right. they do it right they don't never do it when when it's time for president just when they do it i too was on a flight that got delayed but due to weather and let me tell you the white folks on that plane damn near lost their shit <laughs> to the fact that they were demanding to speak to the palate another great episode and i hope y'all enjoyed the pumpkin cornbread peace i did thank you it was delicious and what the hell was the palate supposed to do right casey cologne writes in now that the midterm elections are over i'm just proud that everyone took the time to cast their vote i'm very happy for all the newly elected leaders this country has to offer and so happy about all of the firsts that we had during this election while this administration has left a lot of us tired and brokenhearted to see so many people come out in droves is just amazing ain't it seeing young people get elected to positions of power was really shocking for me and with the average age of congress going down by 10 years overnight is really remarkable come on man mm-hmm. And I don't want no nigga talking about black apathy is okay taking credit for none of this. Don't, when you see them tweeting that shit, I hope y'all get in their mentions and be like, but you just said, remember? Don't take credit for none of this shit. Don't be celebrating these victories. You didn't give a fuck. You literally said it's okay not to give a fuck and then you want to take the credit. You weird, weird motherfuckers. To be honest, I didn't even know I could run for Congress at the age of 27 years old. But baby, now that I do know, I might be on this here campaign trail when I get back to the States. That's not a joke. That's real. You know what? I... Hold on. I'm not done. That's real talk. All right. There you go. Yeah, clapping emojis. I didn't know either. I thought you had to be... I know this might sound weird, but I thought you had to be old. And when I mean old, I mean back in the day, I thought maybe 30 and up you know mm-hmm. 40 because the way they make it sound you got to be ancient in the in, in in order to vote people don't know till you break the seal off that joint that's true like i said i'm actually well i uh like i said I, you haven't heard it yet but i recorded with randolph terrence last night for his uh woke files podcast and we talked for a while and like i told him man i i everyone knows my mentality but i can't lie i was really impressed really impressed by the amount of people that gave a fuck got out their house and voted especially knowing that it was damn near impossible for florida and georgia to flip and we might get those two Lord, I hope so. we might get those two and that's only because people with determination people with fucking like who had some urgency about themselves mm-hmm. They were people like, that were inspired by those candidates and the, and also inspired by those fucking racists they were voting against those people thank you thank you so fucking much because we like i said i'm not a very hopeful person i'm not i'm not very i don't get inspired very much but this was a thing that made me go well maybe people are listening because it's it's easy to lose motivation in two years you know it's easy for people to be like i don't know it's just too much and just quit i've seen it before i've lived it before so to see people go man i'm not listening to these motherfuckers talking about it don't matter let it go it's just politics and i'm not listening to them enough people they might not have argued with them on social media they might not have got on tv or they might not have podcast but a lot of people went i'm not paying attention to your ass go do your thing by yourself and i'm gonna take my ass to the polls i love it Mm mm-hmm 
I'm like you. Shout out to the people that waited when they was like, you know, you got five hours. Okay, right. Y'all got a pack of cards. I will sit here playing Uno. Like and, people were tweeting, stay in line. Mm-hmm. Stay in line, and please. People were bringing them food out there to eat. Imagine if people would have turned around and said, "Man, I don't know. I just don't feel like it." And then everybody would be like, "Well, that's okay too." are you crazy uh, sorry hey erotic it's just funny because i i'm thinking of people that and every time i think of an instance of them either shaming condemning or putting pressure on black people to do some shit extra and i've seen them use these tactics over and over again and then to think of them going to this this one's crazy this is too much that's it's, it's infuriating to know that people are just that weird Rod and Karen, will y'all uh, have me on? The, will y'all have me on the show if I run for office? That's my official. Po- you're my official podcast channel. I don't have no money for you at the moment, but I got some five star reviews on the way. And, well, we ain't getting no five star reviews this week, so I'm already calling you on your campaign promises. Come okay? on, you're already breaking promises. I feel like you. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm starting. I mean, to, I don't know if you got my vote or not. Yeah, I got to recount your your ballots. Uh, <laughs> well, I got some five star reviews on the way and a three piece at your favorite chicken spot. <laughs> uh bojangles this was empowering i'm not gonna lie i'm proud of these young democrats they damn they did their damn job now it's time to get this buffoon about the oval love you both i agree casey thank you like that's the other thing man if you don't if you don't revel in uh in uh trying to get people out i feel like you don't get to really celebrate these victories either but it won't stop people because they don't they just do shit like nobody can see them but yeah uh here's my poll here's the poll of our audience guys 68 votes 68 votes this simple question were you offended by oprah's comments yes or no what percentage do you think we got karen i'm gonna say 100 i'm assuming there's 100 we rarely get those though all right 100 percent yes or 100 percent no 100 percent yes that they were offended no that they weren't offended oh so 100 no. no my bad no you're absolutely right 100 percent of the people that keep in mind this is anonymous our audience is black nobody can say any different nobody can say any different our audience is black this is anonymous you don't have to leave a comment or explain any of your reasoning not one yes so when i tell you these fucking scammers take this shit out of context to rile up other black people or to stay down with their social media folks keep that shit in mind keep your eyes open these motherfuckers are whack they not talking to us they are not talking for us either talking for themselves and that's the most important thing they're going to ever do is advocate for themselves everybody else can be damned they need to feel better than everybody else all the time fuck that shit black people do not agree with this shit that they're talking and we listened to the same we played the clip here so it's not some well you know out of context that's why no we heard the clip on the air people went voted in the poll a hundred percent of us was like there's nothing offensive about that get the fuck out of here and i guarantee you if i would have played you know bill cosby or somebody talking about and that's what's wrong with you black people you don't vote yes that is offensive that is actual shaming yes it is but this shit y'all are calling shaming to hide your apathy behind is not and it's disgusting you would do that jealous motherfuckers because because oprah got a platform and a reach and you don't because she got money and you don't jealous weirdos 
you ask and beg celebrities to do this kind of shit this kind of work for you and then get mad when they do because it's really all about wanting you to be the one on the mic saying the shit but don't nobody want to listen to your ass because you don't speak for or to anybody all right um we had comments chala says nigga i had to stop listening to write this comment i was born and raised in houston texas last year i spent six months living in la guess what i ate every day at four and a half months tacos every single (laughs) every single taco i ate was delicious you cannot get a better taco anywhere in this country sorry texas but california won the taco battle and the onlyest place that may have had better tacos is mexico by the time you read this on the feedback show i will have been in la for six days and i will have had tacos every day i'm excited because i'm staying in a new area and trying to get new tacos come on i hope you try fish tacos super delish uh i think i did i love love fish tacos as for vote shaming niggas who don't feel shame as niggas who vote don't feel shame thank you for addressing that come on uh message two: the fist emoji was black given side i love y'all yeah for some reason made the fish emoji yellow on the poll site <laughs> blue wave rider said no i was not offended by oprah's comments the fact that we keep having to remind black people about our struggle for suffrage is both a failure of our educational si- system no surprise and an unwillingness to study and understand the history of our people mm-hmm. i'm amazed at some black folks willingness to give up their power and voice can't they see that after 60 years of quote-unquote freedom the republicans are secretly rolling back the odometer on progress you said it before the right to vote is the only thing these politicians fear and they coming up with different ways to slowly and subtly take that back right these super sensitive milk toast snowflake negroes that sound like tobias ah! <laughs> super you super sensitive milk toast snowflake negroes need to sack up and get in with your big lips <laughs> big lip kool-aid drinking fried chicken negroes uh and get in, get in the fight before they find themselves and us back at, on the literal plantation i surprise surprise you haven't gone in on candace bay and the rest of these neo whatevers that so easily espouse republican talking points stay black and stay woke candace bay who's that mm-hmm. is that supposed to be candace owens i'm not sure anyway uh candace owens is a fraud we doesn't everybody know that she was anti-trump and now she's pro-trump she just she's basically just that black woman that uh you're like y'all paying she basically that black girl with the MAGA hat that says she got kicked out the house, except she's been doing it for longer. That's it. Come on. Kadesha says, hi, Rod, and light of my life, Karen. Hey, baby. As an immigrant from Jamaica growing up in Miami, nobody talked about politics. It was not until I graduated high school and joined the Army that I realized how important it was. And that's when I realized I had no say in the matter. I wasn't a citizen. Funny how many people that are not from this country fight and die for it. Mm-hmm didn't get my citizenship until may 2012 and best believe i exercised my hard obtained right to vote long story short i'm with you rod fuck those fuck those who just threw their rights away and continue to be a part of the problem and no i was not offended at all by oprah's comments she wasn't talking to me love you both mm-hmm. ct says oprah was right use your right to vote if you are offended uh if you are afforded the opportunity so it's kind of interesting i guess they're gonna accuse our listeners of being a cult as if all these polls are always 100 percent. but but it's kind of interesting and especially knowing that we do have some troll listeners we have some hate listeners we have some people that like to be funny and, and it's always like a one or two percent that a vote against the grain a hundred percent of people were like those comments were not offensive even the trolls like no i'm not even gonna troll on this today but what do i know i also recapped the walking dead so what do i know uh episode 1782 law says uh it was called welcome to the cookout bernie um because bernie sanders uh got the he finally said that uh 
trump was the most racist he, president he get a to-go plate and keep it pushing uh law says maybe i'm just a little less forgiving but i don't want bernie at the cookout you can't you can invite him but he don't get to take no plate home i'm slapping down his feeble hands <laughs> it's interesting because i said at least that. i give him a to-go plate i think i gave him 48 to 72 hours before he would fuck up again he did oh yeah he said that white people was uncomfortable voting for stacy abrams and uh andrew gillum but that didn't make them racist they just uncomfortable voting for a black person oh see now i gotta poke a hole in the bottom of your plate so the green juice can leak on your uh (laughs) in your car you can still get a plate but i'm be sure that shit gonna smell like chicken and cornbread and fish for fucking days and you ain't gonna know where the fuck that odor comes from (laughs) why does it keep smelling like barbecue chicken in there that's a great revenge that is a great level of i that's some mischievousness you did you kind of got some evil inside of you too then mm. i'll still get your plate i thought it was just me they're gonna have to detail your car to get that old out of there <laughs> <laughs> oh for real the febreze ain't nothing gonna clear that fi- that fish odor grease out of there but, bernie, but detailing bernie gonna be going on dates and they're gonna be like it smells like hog miles up in here why smell like hog miles in your uh car come on i don't pig know where beats. it smell where come pig from beats smell coming from uh he is the sideshow bob of terrorism somebody said uh i guess the dude who sent the boxes eve says that girl who scammed the maga people should have held off a little longer until she got even more money i would have been cooning it up just long enough to get some bills paid because clearly cooning only pays but so much money if it paid as much as people think it does cubic zirconia and polyester (laughs) would have been uh would have been able to afford better wigs by now (laughs) Ha, that's true they are they are terrible and mm-hmm. their wigs have not stepped up <laughs> no it has not they can't get no annalise keaton season two wigs yet come on um trey swindu says uh speaking of scamming ass bernie is scamming ass jill stein okay she's on twitter acting like putin got on her ass on her ass like black dynamite was yelling at euphoria did putin threaten to send her to crenshaw pete with his hot ass coat hangers lol thanks again rod and karen yeah she's a scamming ass nigga and uh she still don't know what a recount money is she is the queen of scamming to see her talk about some she don't want to recount in florida and i'm like first of all when's the last thing you did that didn't hurt the democratic party for somebody that's green and claims that you want to you want us to be more progressive when's the last time you did something that didn't hurt the democratic party okay two didn't you take money to do a recount yourself for the national election and you don't want the state of florida to do the automatically triggered recount that's coming does in they laws are you serious and then she tried to turn it into bernie and debbie washington schultz and all this shit i'm like girl if you don't get out of here i know them motherfucking ruples or whatever they pay in russia they must be good they must be real good Mm -mm -mm. jill the scammer is kanye really done with politics yes he learned his lesson nope he'll be back what do you believe oh he'll be back 98 percent of the audience agrees with you so we couldn't even get 100 percent on this mm-hmm. you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. this is how you know that last poll yeah he just took it personally so now he's offended but the second this is about him again he'll be back out there again because he only cares about himself ct says i really wasn't expected for 100 percent of the people to say kanye will be back i'm not gonna lie that's kind of funny that man is a glutton for attention and he cannot live without it as soon as he was done t- dealing with the fire in california and everyone gets back at home he'll be back uh, out here with candace owens spouting his coonery and buffoonery love y'all mm-hmm. yep and even in this poll couldn't get 100 percent. interesting 
kind of interesting just saying um we had episode 1783 anything is possible uh, <laughs> the Hennessy fans, names the Hennessy fans got into a, a a surprising row there was a surprising fight at the Hennessy fans who mm, who would have thunk that never <laughs> never would have crossed my mind y'all done never been to a black barbecue what's happening here never stop a never black settle. cookout depend on what side of the country you own never stop never settle um so we got two comments let me see what they said anonymous says hey rod and karen i got to listen to this episode as the elections were ending as a texan i'm appalled at the cuckery my fellow texans have shown by voting for rafael edward cruz aka ted cuck cruz we shall we should now be called the lone cuck state plus that 53 percent is back at it again by overly supporting that guy speaking of which i have a friend i've had to distance myself from we met in 2008 and our first deployment uh, to iraq skip 10 years later she has grown full 53 percent it has been posting videos and such on her social media about how voting doesn't matter and it's all a joke i just scroll past and do my part after all that has been going on in the world no way can i subscribe to that way of thinking but i'm a black man and she is a blonde haired blue-eyed woman so to each their own i voted for the first time in my life this time hey congratulations shout out to you baby thank you thank you man because like it matters it's a lot of one one thing I, i do feel about voting for real is there's a lot at least for me there was there was a lot of like what's it gonna be like is it gonna work are they gonna like not let me vote is and um yeah it's been interesting to know that uh to see anyway it's been interesting to see that people actually like once i got saw how easy it was the first time it made me be like i'm gonna do this every time that i can Mm -hmm. like you know and so that was the thing is like and so if that first time comes when you're older or whatever at least now you know what the process is how easy it is and you can now exercise this right every time that you get a chance and i i hope that you keep keep it up um because we need people like you it's really people like you that 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 shift things because that's what trump did he inspired a bunch of people who were never going to vote for uh a republican unless they were just a piece of shit racist like him and they just wanted to that and so those people were inspired to be racist which is why i said you can't depend on shaming them or talking yeah like it's not gonna work anyway so you, you know we can't we can't be waiting for those white folks to come around but we can hopefully get more and more brothers like you with uh, sisters and all this all these people to be like i didn't think that it mattered but now i see how much it does anyway um i always felt that while in the military uh asking for and sending in absentee ballots was too much work not thinking about the people that were killed trying to do the same thing thanks for another episode of great content hashtag anything is possible so are you saying mr anonymous that the sacrifices of the ancestors motivated you to vote for the first time I, i heard this was impossible i'm glad you did i heard zero percent of black people have ever been motivated it doesn't work is what i heard this is is not a scientific fact that we all heard together all week it never works and yet it's as if you are saying you voted for the first time ever because you made the correlation between thinking of all these people it's almost like that other person who wrote in who talked about the fact that we don't teach history 
in school affects black people's apathy as well because we want white people to not feel bad so we don't cover anything that will make them feel shameful so we don't talk about slavery much we don't talk about civil rights much we don't talk about uh jim crow we don't talk about them killing us at the polls and stuff we don't talk about that little white children might get their feelings hurt they might feel like "Mm, maybe my parents ain't as great as i thought maybe grandpa's not the the great upstanding man that he ain't the goat i was told to believe right so we don't teach that but who else is in those class black kids so they don't learn it either unless their parents take them under their wing and teach them that shit so a lot of black kids walk around they don't have the connection either to be like oh my vote is in the historical context my vote is important that way not just as a like as the way white people feel about it like politics is just a thing that you're better no as a in a historical context my vote is precious to me because of what uh, happened around it there's nothing wrong with that anyway casey cologne says the worst day of the week is when i run out of regular and premium to blackout tips episodes i just want y'all to know it well thank you thank you you also got three new premium episodes yesterday so Mm -hmm. you listen to that enjoy uh should they have seen the fight at the henny fest coming yes no or never stop never settle karen never stop never settle that's what i'm voting for 38 percent of people agree with you 62 percent said yes and zero percent said no <laughs> so technically it's still 100 percent. nobody said they shouldn't have seen that fight coming it's this is 100 percent poll it was a split vote but combo- we're gonna combine them they both mean the same thing <laughs> A ct just said niggas but yeah come on how do you have a hennessy fest and get and get caught off guard by the fight like come on now <laughs> come on like i'll see maybe it's just, i mean i'm already an introvert but come on man if i get the evite to the hennessy fest i don't think i can delete an email any faster than that one like the what no please don't take me off your list unsubscribe in fact how did i get on here what nigga right. gave my email address out you out here trying to get people killed i know i got i'm not trying to die i know i got plans and dreams and shit and uh, aspirations no thank you then we had episode 1784 crimes to the future our walking dead recap because we have the range guys we recap tv shows and talk blackness and politics and other issues and i love the walking dead mm-hmm but just we do have the range some people could never they say, say say get a podcast that could do both get you a podcast that could do both okay <laughs> evie he says i mean i mean queen and jay they do both come right? on get right you, get you movie yeah. trailer reviews they do both get you a podcast that can do both it seems like a lot of people out here doing both i'm just saying i'm just saying evie says i'm keeping my fingers crossed that rick shot up michonne's club before he was taken away it would be so cute to see one uh a biological child of rick still on the show oh yeah oh yeah we could skip past six years and then five years so or whatever have a, a, a little sister yeah possibly mm-hmm. he was talking about getting her pregnant it's like the, he was on that tracy morgan i'm gonna get you pregnant um so maybe we will get that that's a good point I would yeah, love to see that. The baby will be six now. Wonder what they would name the baby. That's a good question. I wonder if she would name it Andre. Mm. I wonder what mm. the gender of the baby would be. Even I don't know. No, I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, that, I would love to see that. Can't wait till Sunday. Uh, do you think the time jump will help the show? Yes or no? Was the poll? Six percent said no. Ninety-four percent said yes, which I think means it's a good decision. 
yes 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 that means we can drop storylines there's gonna be shit that don't matter no more we can just move forward we can basically when you take that jump a lot of shit is gonna you can actually tell us about it without actually showing us and move the storyline along yep i agree um and uh i actually felt like this is um a smart decision that um they should be praised for doing it's a bold decision that i'm not i don't know why more tv shows don't do this um Mm -hmm. blue wave rider says i love the new showrunner she shut down a lot of old stuff and dumped a lot of old baggage the rest of the season nine show uh should be uh like a much needed reboot of the show i'm an avid reader of the comic books but i don't expect the show to exactly follow the storyline of books frankly it's nice when the show surprises with something we didn't expect really like all the callbacks to the previous eight seasons do you know why the actor who played abraham did not appear in fear of the walking dead um they just never had no plans for him to be there yeah i don't know i didn't i hadn't heard any plans for him to be there either Mm-mm. so i don't know maybe you know something we don't know but i i i never heard that he was supposed to be in that me either only person i know was morgan yeah uh also uh you're right about the um comics changing because i've always thought the whole point of this show was that they could do things differently from the comics and i always like when they branch from the comics because i think the comics are cool but i've read them right i'm don't tell me the same story i've always been like that change it up so i actually really like this and, Dip- and some things don't translate well in actually tv mm-hmm. from a comic book to tv everything some things perfect but some things they don't trans they don't go well Dime says yeah i definitely think the time jump will help the show a lot it may bring back the people who gave up the show i know that's aiming high it is they ain't coming back and say the people who are considering it i personally enjoyed seeing the future judith drives aka little ass kicker yeah she had that big ass gun like like and that's the little strapped up back like a book bag that big ass gun was looking like um joker in the first batman i was like damn little girl shot that big ass gun all the way across the damn like all the way across the field she she must be a beast wouldn't surprise me if Aunt maggie showed her that uh and i'm excited to see this new road the show will go down love to recap as always thank you mm-hmm. uh we had one voicemail let me play that okay so i was sitting and listening to the feedback show and i heard my voicemails god damn i couldn't understand myself i could not even understand myself so this part I'm calling to tell you that I've been listening since 2014, and I finally went premium. I'm finally happy, and I hope to God that you guys see that movie, The Hate You Give. It was really, 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 really good. And I agree. Everybody needs to take their black asses and vote. Huh. Too bad that we lost in Texas, but as always, it's always next time. All right. Bye. Love you guys oh thank you oh thank you let me say this about the texas loss though because i i i know it sucks and and beto had uh beto had all the fucking like momentum and people were talking about how great he was nationally as a star and this is what democrats need and he's a voice here's the thing i take from his loss he ran a very progressive platform the platform a lot of people have told democrats is impossible to win in republican territory they say it's too progressive and you have to play towards the middle and try to get those voters in the middle and he said fuck the middle i'm going all the way out here to the edge and i'm going to try to get the progressive voters and he's the closest they've ever had in 25 years yeah and the lesson there and and also texas has some liberal victories within that because he was on that ticket there's some democrats who won judgeships mm-hmm. 
that won uh council councilships there's some democrats who won down the ticket because of the power of his um his pull pull. and so there's something to be taken from there i know people hate the term moral victories and all that shit but i'm saying these are actual tangible victories there there's like i think 19 or 13 black women who won judgeships in uh just like one county or some shit that will change the face of the judicial system for anyone who comes to their court system like all these black defendants and shit that that go in there and they just get the fucking book thrown at them because it's texas like this will this may change some people's lives give people some second chances so don't 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 you know i i know you feel kind of bad that he didn't win but you guys did the damn thing yeah and also just like everywhere else down south i guarantee you fucking voter suppression made the goddamn difference yeah uh, well texas is complicated it's like looking at the exit polls it ain't just that it ain't just that Uh, i wish it was just that but it ain't just that there's a lot of latinx latinx people who are white passing who just vote white okay there's a lot of people who they have their citizenship they have their citizenship and they now look at other like people coming to this country like fuck that this it's deeper than that in texas okay and that would make sense when at the end of the day quote-unquote white they don't care you're you're still brown dog right so and you will never get them privileges right um oh wait Uh, we got a question in the chat okay legit question my husband and i like to canvas and talk to neighbors for aclu do you think as white folks we are more useful talking to people in places like louisiana old home state alabama mississippi Mississippi, texas etc yo i don't know um i don't really know what the best way for that to work is i guess um yeah I, you know what i don't know let me just say that i don't know and i don't know everything i don't got the answer to everything um i'm just glad you out canvassing and trying to spread the word that's a very difficult thing to do yes it and is. it's also a thing that white people can do that in a lot of cases black people because of this racist ass country it's a little dangerous for us to do mm-hmm. yeah you can go up to places and be seen in places that, that we would never be allowed to go in yeah like you guys have seen the videos of like a black kid knocks on a door and someone pulls out a fucking gun mm-hmm. you've seen the videos of police called on black people for just doing their jobs i know there was a candidate that had the police called on her and she actually was a black republican and they called the police and arrested her so um i don't really know um where uh like where the best places for you to canvas are but you know i i appreciate you taking the time out to do it and i'm sure somebody that actually uh works in that field might actually be able to help better i actually plan on interviewing somebody about voting um soon and maybe i'll ask them that question as well okay let's go to section two real quick uh and and we'll uh, finish the show oh all right and we are back episode 1781 this is by verbatim who writes this email in the blackout tips at gmail.com is our email address hey rod and karen i got so far in my feelings watching people oh let me scroll this over sorry i got so far in my feelings watching people complain about oprah and them rallying for stacey abrams they flatten the issue to voter suppression to include apathetic or non-voters i thought we all knew that those are two separate issues john lewis oprah and obama are not talking about the disenfranchised voters president obama charged eric holder with fighting this this issue as attorney general and he's still dealing with it now we want to act like obama doesn't understand the complexity of it i honestly think he finally realized white people can't be trusted to do the right thing yeah i I mean i think obama still believes well you know what i actually was about to say that i don't know that 
that's not true because uh, his actions have been different out of office and i think mm-hmm. i think i want to say trump went and probably changed him forever because mm-hmm. i i think ta-nehisi coates had an interview with him after trump like right before trump won and maybe after trump won and that interview made me think i i you almost feel sad for him because i think his heart was broken a little bit mm-hmm. and because he thought better of the country yeah and then not in a how what's the best way to put this very disappointed no that's not what i'm gonna say um not in a vengeful way or vindictive way but other black people we all know what i'm talking about but i did have a bit of reading that a bit of catharsis of this is kind of his nigga moment and i don't mean that in some like right, it doesn't right. i'm with you yeah it doesn't give me any like joy to say that Mm-mm. but that's kind of his nigga moment because he's always been the exceptional negro that could get even these white people that are racist that th- like the ones that in his face when they meet his excellence they have a hard time they don't treat him like they treat us right um and some like some of them obviously you know have treated him badly i'm not saying none of them but in the room his experience in life must have been so much different yeah somebody said that was his woke moment quote unquote yeah it was kind of his moment of like yo they really fucking hate me yes like not he understood they was voting against him yeah like like they hate me this man made me show my fucking birth certificate they Mm -hmm. and that's why he won not because uh just like he won but he's completely unqualified other than the fact he's the most anti-obama overt racist that ran he's completely unqualified except for that he's a liar he can't be trusted he's not presidential and i think he had a moment and so to hear his first like reappearance on the scene was ah we working on voter suppression we're working on that to then turn around and see people try to act as if he don't understand yeah it's you gotta get you gotta get these black people from around some of these niggas gotta go yeah, and there's also one of them things where I am even more excited about uh, Michelle Book's com- book coming out. Yeah, she's already talking about it and doing some interviews. Yeah, because, you know, I don't know what their private conversation is, but I'm pretty sure she was like, nigga, I told you. Oh, she already said, I'll never forgive Trump for the oh. birtherism. She said, I'll never forgive him. That's why I stand for Michelle, though. I love Michelle because <laughs> it's, it's that thing where it's like, uh, she could have never been elected to that office Mm-mm. but i love that she got to be in the white house because she absolutely is in line with a lot of the beliefs of everyday black people in america you know she's she's bringing up that slaves used to fucking do the lawn at the white house like she she's not afraid she's not afraid uh people pointed at the 53 percent to stand up but guess what they're a lost cause we have to go after the ones that stay home i don't see why we need to be worried about changing the hearts and minds of middle-aged white women it's got to be the young people the ones who haven't voted before the ones who have a stake in the future of this country yeah i don't care what nobody say shame is effective because my mama been using it for years <laughs> black people fought hard for citizenship rights and other marginalized groups benefited greatly voting is our birthright i have become more reverent reverent as i get older we got to work with the systems we have and pie in the sky theories don't work when our humanity is on the line thank you both for sharing and being honest about your journey i found myself on a similar path continue to flourish i love you both verbatim thank you thank you and we shall continue um miss martikin says 
hey rod and karen as per usual enjoyed the episode thank you for doing what y'all do for real thank you i have and no extra money i have already given five stars so thanks is all i have to give uh, well, okay that's fine uh, we'll, t- we'll, t- we'll take the we'll take the thanks uh i know y'all like to go up for cardi b i think a lot of this is her creation uh she remains constantly on ig live going back and forth then claims she doesn't want to back and forth she's a young woman her maturity level is just is let's just say still growing daily people give her everybody should yeah people give her passes that monique would never get we aren't going to pretend that if she were darker and heavier her treatment would be the same oh it definitely wouldn't uh the the supposed exoticism that she receives by being latina latinx is also a a factor it's uh it's like they well you know okay i don't i think it's a factor with white people i don't know that if i talk to most black people that they see her as latinx as more and not black i think most black people see her as black yeah but i don't know what white people see her as so i can't speak to them so maybe that's what you mean but i'm like she black yeah like yeah uh it's like they encourage her to act crazy so they can watch her cat crash and burn i don't want to see that happen to her she just keeps at it recently she had a whole thing with a makeup artist in houston and cardi was caught in a couple lies i wish she would focus on the positive in her life and ignore nikki i wish the ladies would keep it on wax what i hate is that there are so many other women mcs who got no promote get no promotion unless they jump into some fray with foolishness or say something wrong remy ma city girls whose album was fired but now they are canceled men don't have to do this <laughs> now they are canceled. right i wish lizzo or no name or cash doll would get a third of the attention but this is the world we live in yeah well i'll say this though about the dudes it's not that men don't do this shit they do do this shit they do it's just a double standard they don't get judged for it harshly Mm -hmm. nobody ever tells dudes they need to shut the fuck up and get along and so that's like that's one of the problems with discussing the cardi shit and the nikki shit is when when drake and pusher were beefing nobody was really telling them to stop Mm-mm. they actually people really got more upset that jay prince told them to stop and was like wow you really ruined the fun and that's yeah. not something that i think would happen with two women rappers you know with two women rappers the second you even say something it's like act act like a lady and shut the fuck up and stop talking to other women and you need to do this for solidarity for women and all this shit and this it's like a complicated issue you know it's hard to feel really strongly one way or the other for me because i'm like i get why you don't like this woman and you should be allowed to be like i don't fucking like you um but yeah but even with cardi there there's a double standard that is about the fact that people like her you know and when it was monique it was you know why you putting your business on twitter and there was nothing monique could do right even when she was proving that herself to be to not be a liar people still found a way to make it you know about her being not good enough correct and i think when people like you they just do different they just they just treat you different you know it's not fair but it's the truth yo i know people who use airbnb all the time that story was crazy how does i just got out of prison i want to see you and show you love work eat are women supposed to swoon for this airbnb just ignored this creep houseway just too much wrong in this story i'll see you and bernie at the cookout virtually via twitter which is the only cookout ride is going to meet me thank you (laughs) you know my heart then uh hand out these digital tickets i i already told them anything with your approval stamp of approval to revoke it brooklyn shoe babe writes in uh feedback 1780 finding your people in 1781 you either with me or against me 
dear rod and karen although i'm a few years older than you i still think of you two as my old uncle and auntie just dropping the science thank you for your well thought out and passionate rebuttal rant on black people sitting out the voting process episode 1781 you said it so eloquently i wish i had thought of it myself when several of my younger friends early 20s are sitting out the voting process as some sort of form of protest one even said that apathy is their form of dissent thus as (laughs) sorry just as patriotic as voting at this at that point i decided i wasn't even going to address him anymore because that's some bullshit right right but that's the thought of a 20 year old you like, what the fuck is wrong with you it's like <laughs> like nigga you're 20 you ain't live life yet what's happening here it's like if i told somebody me not going to the to the gym is the same as you going to the gym every day it's like no the fuck it's not it's okay for, like you made a choice live in it don't try to act like it's the same because it's fucking not the same right be like we're not sitting in the dorm room having a debate on on philosophy uh uh philosophy or some shit like that like nah this is real life nigga yeah just stop lying god i'm the real hero (laughs) what by not participating when i turned into eight when i turned 18 in september 1990 i did two things i bought my first lottery ticket and two registered to vote and i voted two months later in in november I voted the primaries, the general elections, the midterms, and I vote even when I don't fucking feel like it because it's cold, rainy, and the line is long. The only time I didn't vote was because I was pregnant and on bed rest. In 2004, I remember being excited to vote in the presidential election uh, because I believed we were going to get rid of George W. Bush. Oh, me too. And I remember talking to two very good friends who are white about voting, and they said, and I said, it's my duty as an American to vote. One of them corrected me and said that voting is not a duty or a requirement of being American. It's just a right that you can choose not to do. I was uh, I was in my early 30s and not very woke or even savvy enough to respond, but now I realize that it's straight up white privilege. And that's what a lot of black people really want, to be honest. A lot of these people, they haven't even done the math on their own, like, logic, but a lot of these black people that are advocating for like don't specifically talk to black people about any level of uh of uh context within the the sphere of why their votes matter what they're really saying is treat me like a white person yeah well we and i'm like isn't that the fucking problem with the country the way we treat these motherfuckers like we 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 do not have the luxury of being like them where you just go and do it if you want to if you don't that's fine as well no because uh, our impact on you yeah our fine our it's okay either way is not a neutral no it's not in this country it's actually going to lead to a negative effect directly on you more negative than it would have been come on let these niggas who want to get these retweets get them off and then ignore they ass and go vote have you ever in your whole entire black life heard of an old black person saying it's not a duty even knowing the government is corrupt that politicians are untrustful etc my grandma always taught my brother not to vote especially on the local level she used to take us into the booth with her to help her pull the red lever i'd rather a person go to the poll and just write in their own name than to stay home and just abstain like really fuck that shit people should be ashamed and shamed (laughs) (laughs) why do people talk about this country being great because we're a democracy we can vote presumably free from prosecution yet maybe voting should be a requirement like paying taxes i stole this idea from randolph terrence if you don't vote you have to do community service pay a fine to fulfill your civic duty uh yeah well here's the thing i'll say because i love i love randolph i listen to him too um i am not as uh i feel like the idea of everybody should use their freedom to vote is also a white people idea 
i don't believe that i only want people that are gonna vote for things i believe in to vote that's it now i wouldn't suppress anybody's vote obviously but i'm not encouraging racist people republicans i'm not encouraging them to vote now they don't need my encouragement because they're pretty encouraged by racism already and they're gonna show up and i'm also encouraged by racism the opposite way Mm -hmm. but the point is like i don't think it's a civic duty that everyone should have to do no i would like for people who who claim to believe democratic liberal left-leaning whatever word you want to put on it things to put their fucking time where their mouth is and take a couple minutes to go vote you can do anything else you want to do too like i don't care i'm not stopping you from marching no one's stopping you from holding up picket signs no one's stopping you from boycotting papa john's but i'm just saying maybe go vote (laughs) maybe go vote on top of that because i know how your black ass is gonna vote and i would love to know we have one more chance to get things our way that's it people like why don't we talk to white people like this because looking at a white person i can't tell how they gonna vote nope you start yelling at a white person to get out the vote and fuck around and end up in a Republican uh, dictatorship. Like, I don't, <laughs> that's the problem now. You end up picking cotton. Don't want to know how your ass got there. Right. There's no other group we could talk to that we fig- that I we know. know that if we can get them to vote, they will vote with us. They'd be like, you know, uh, 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 Dictator Trump just said that uh, uh, you all are slaves now. Come with me. Right. You're my property. You told me to go vote, nigga anyway um uh thank you for doing what you do you two do and thank you for listening thank you for being a space where my blackness can flourish and exist without code switching sincerely brooklyn shoe babe hashtag never too woke to vote thank you seriously never too woke to vote dog uh miss smart right episode 1782 about the gig economy karen and spouse really wow miss smart <laughs> i see how you do i see how it is yo slave trader you and Jadis, the same person to me. Oh, Lord. Yo, that story was bananas. It's one where I would have been on board with the woman shouting, uh, shooting dude. I've done Airbnb overseas in three states. I felt safer overseas simply because it's an owner who had, it was an owner who had multiple buildings on the property. It was more like a resort staff than a kickback at some stranger's home. But that ain't what it's about. Folks are out here using Airbnbs as drug stash houses. Stash houses. What? What? A DC man faces dis- drug distribution and weapon charges after using the Airbnb to stash $100,000 of marijuana as part of a delivery operation that employs several drivers in the region. The operation brought in between $80,000 and $100,000 a month, delivering to buyers who place orders through website jetpackdc.com, which was Ooh. not not a licensed dispensary in the district. In the district, according to federal court filings Wednesday in the U.S. District Court. The scheme was uncovered. The filing state August 15 when Alexandria police responded to a report of a robbery at gunpoint at an apartment in which the resident told police the robbers had been there to buy marijuana and stole the drugs, a handgun and cash. Why would you tell them that? What you got? Drug insurance, nigga? What? Why are you doing this? What? I can't find a picture of the dude, but his name is Amir Musa Gabriel. I hope he isn't a black American on one hand, but on the other hand, I salute his out of the box thinking. But now I'm also moved to stick to hotels because safety. Cheers, Miss Smart. Yeah, you're going to be up and staying in someone Airbnb in the fucking, it's going to be a drug house. I know you, a drug house. They're going to they gonna think a whole ring going on. They're going to be like, where? Do like they did me. Right. Where's the woman? I seen a woman going there. 
anthony says after listening to my weekly slate of black podcasts and putting together the clues rod and karen i appreciate your hard work your growth your maturity your maturity your ability to talk about politics and review tv shows <laughs> thank you please keep grinding and do bigger and better we are trying to we sure are thank you just saw your write up on linkedin love y'all your play cousin pg from maryland uncle bob thank you thank you yeah man i almost got off of my shit this week almost but shout out to karen justin all my friends that i you know chris brandon all my peoples that i can talk to and that's the only thing that's that's keeping me from from just being on people's ass and being yeah. out here putting we, everything on blast and we can't have you jumping off the cliff son. i know it's not as entertaining you know i know people love to see me like go off and pee up in people's fucking like shit and be like this the truth but i i think uh we have been having a very positive 2018 mm-hmm. my life feels so positive i feel so relieved i feel the past few years have actually been just just great like yeah. i can't explain I, like it's just been so happy and so peaceful yeah i'm not even talking about that because that's not mm-hmm. true for me but um <laughs> i mean like this been trending towards better but i'm not i'm saying like you know this shit that we were dealing with stopped popped off at the end of 2017 and it it definitely affected both of us yeah it did so uh to know that you know we're in such a happy good place and productive and like like i said every time i open my inbox is just some new shit mm-hmm. you know and i'm not saying i'm doing everything we get in our inbox that's shit that i'm like i can't know you know we don't have the money we don't have the time or whatever but that or or you know we just don't want to do something or whatever but think people and places and things have been opening for us doors have been opening and i really thought about why this shit is coming up now because if you you know read into what people said about us it doesn't even make sense like even they can't hold up to the standard that they tried to apply to us and treat us like activists when we're not and shit but i think i realize they probably see us doing our live show they see us with vice tv they see us um you know going to uc irvine you know they they see these things because our spirit is so small and these people have ingratiated themselves within our sphere so they can't not see us doing great and i think it's not a coincidence that now would be the time that that shit rears its head because you know people show themselves to be jealous you know they show themselves to to be like it's like why you got a gripe with this person for having a bigger platform than you you know aren't they saying the same work the same words you know like it's kind of that thing and the thing that i read i can't i don't know if cardi said it about nikki or just someone on twitter said it but she was like um how you gonna be a bad bitch and not get used to people talking about you and i'm like that's a good point i do feel like i'm a bad bitch and i do gotta get used to people just taking shots and that's it you know so um when advertisers hit us up and want to give us money they don't want to you know i mean they might but i doubt they want to be attached to a show that's talking about somebody that's smaller than them has less reach than them isn't doing things as big as them and you sitting up here going you know and now to the to adam and eve like adam and eve is like we don't want to be associated with that that. yeah so we're just gonna focus on our grind and stay positive and stay doing the things because too many people are 
put us in a bubble of positivity mm-hmm. put their arms around us and we are love let us know that we are love let us know that we are important to them let them know that they appreciate what we do who really see us for us and not just like an opportunity to get on too many people are like that we foster too many relationships with real people over the years that keep it real with us for 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 us to let this shit distract us so and especially for me because it wasn't karen it was me that was getting distracted because i was like i'm ready to ride on these niggas and karen was like don't don't do it and you know cooler heads prevail because i'm like yeah you're right you know because that's exactly what motherfuckers want you to do to stop concentrating on all the beautiful shit in your life and to go drag them in that misery with the drag with them in that misery in that mud because they say misery loves company this one of the ways that it gets company by fucking with people that ain't miserable until they get in there with them and have to deal with their miserable ass existence and you know what nah because people like that they influence all the people around them and they see eventually because that's the way they act they will hurt the people around them betray the people around them or act shady to the people around them and then those people will see that they're fucked up too and i don't they don't need me to say a word and that's it all right that's it for today oh someone sent us uh karen i'm gonna ask you you want to do this so somebody sent us some a link to their soundcloud and they wanted us to see if we wanted to review some of their beats they said this is the email my name is ahmad i thoroughly enjoy your show i've been listening to you and karen since 2014 and it's been a delight to hear your voices every week i'm an avid beat maker and i want you to get you guys feedback on some beats i upload to soundcloud here's a link to my page but we're not really music people or beat people right and i don't feel comfortable comfortable judging your music me either baby like i said it's something we can listen like after the show or something like that but no i'm not gonna listen to it after the show i would never lie to you like karen just did listen Um, i'm saying i'm saying i feel like this is a kind of like a where's my 40 acres thing like she was she's lying guys she was not gonna be like now put on them beats like get out of here you you was gonna listen to it listen to it right now uh (laughs) i was gonna attempt to if i would have remembered and then we were gonna go to arby's everybody all right that's it we're not going to arby's right Mm -hmm. all right all right okay if that's the deal then no out here lying to the babies oh my god uh but yeah it's crypto 22 on soundcloud i i just don't know that we're the show to be doing that that's right because that's not our lane yeah i ain't trying to like yeah. say i haven't listened i don't know that they're bad or good or whatever but honestly i don't know yeah. what us saying they're good or bad would do for you and right and more importantly than that crypto and this is no offense to you but i don't want other niggas starting to send me raps and beats that's like listen i'm out of that game okay i haven't bought a mixtape in a food line parking lot since 1984 and i'm not going to now <laughs> no, i'm sorry I'm sorry my man but i can't encourage this type of reckless behavior all right we'll be back uh soon i don't know i, don't th- I think i might take tomorrow off so we'll be back soon until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.